Thanks for uh, joining us again for New Spring at Home. And I just want to do this. From the very outset, I want us to answer a question. You know, we've been in quarantine and lockdown for quite some time now, many, many weeks, and you've probably been dreaming about somewhere you could go to just get away, to get out of the house, go somewhere fun, awesome, exotic, relaxing. So let's do this in your room right there. Let's have this conversation and answer this question. If money were no issue, money is no object, if you could go one place in the world right now, where would it be? If you could go one place on planet Earth right now, where would you go? I would love to be a fly on the wall right there at your kitchen table or your apartment or, or your den or your living room to hear some of those answers. Uh, you know, I've traveled a lot over the years. Matter of fact, my family and I were supposed to be going to the UK this coming uh, summer for family vacation. When I found my biolog biological family, I found out that I am Scotch, Irish, and English. I almost did an English accent there, but I decided to spare you the suffering. And so we had to cancel our trip. So we were looking so forward to going to the UK. We were gonna get on a plane and that plane was gonna take us there. And for many of you, when you think about the one place you would go, you'd have to get on a plane to go there. They would fly you there. So speaking of airplanes, it makes me think about the little speech that the flight attendant gives before every flight. I've literally sat through thousands of versions of the same exact speech. They say things like, fasten up your seat belt, insert the small metal end into the buckle, and then they will tell you this, in case the cabin loses pressure, oxygen masks will descend above your head. And then they will show you with a real oxygen mask like this one, how you are supposed to place the oxygen mask on your own face first, then assist others around you, like your children or a friend who is screaming and freaking out, right? And they tell you to put the oxygen mask on your own face first because they know that you can't help anybody if you're not okay. I can't help anybody if I'm not in a good place. I can't help other people get healthy if I'm not healthy myself. Let me connect that to the difference maker mindset. Today, we're gonna talk about changing our minds and changing our mindsets. And the difference maker mindset is simply this. Because God is changing our minds, we will change our world. Okay, because God is changing our minds, we will change our world. It's the same concept as the oxygen mask. We allow God to transform our minds. We take authority over our thoughts, and then we're in the right place prepared by the Holy Spirit to be activated to help change other people when they need our help and assistance. So, we're gonna talk about how to do this, how to change our minds and how to change our mindsets. Let me read some scripture to you from the Apostle Paul. This is from 2 Corinthians chapter 10, uh, verses 
three through five, and I want you to hear the language and see the language that Paul uses when he instructs us how we can control the controllable of what goes on between our ears. We get to control what we let into our minds and what we filter out of our minds. This is the difference maker mindset, and this is what Paul has to say. For although we live in the flesh, we do not wage war according to the flesh, since the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but are powerful through God for the demolition of strongholds. We demolish arguments and every proud thing that is raised up against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. That's powerful language. Those are strong words. We demolish strongholds. We take every thought captive. Paul wants us to understand that there are some things we can do, and I'll even say it, that we must do if we're gonna embrace the difference maker mindset. If we're gonna let God change us so we can change our world, then we have to practice what Paul tells us to do right here. So, so let's do this. Let's pause and begin to think about our thoughts. Think about what you think about. How many times in your life and in my daily routine am I inundated with numerous thoughts and ideas, almost like voices, that'll plant a thought in my mind and I just let that thought take root and take residence? It moves in, and then it sets up shop. I mean, let's just think about some of the things that we think about. Maybe you're a college student, and semester was canceled, and you've had to move home, and you're doing school online, and you're an adult now, and you're used to making your own decisions, but you're home with mom and dad, and um, they're driving you crazy because you're used to having autonomy. You do what you want. Now you're home, and they're asking you, where are you going, and who are, who are you talking to, and hey, wait a minute, what time is it, and aren't you supposed to? And you're like, can you please just, and before you know it, that thought has taken a root in your mind, and you begin to assume that your parents are against you. Maybe you're a parent, and you're frustrated because your kids are home from school, whether it's college or middle school or high school. I've got a middle school or a high school at home right now, and you have thoughts like, oh, no, they're growing up so fast, or I don't know what to do with them throughout the day, and, and I just don't feel like I'm equipped to do this, and I'm a bad mom, I'm a bad dad. Do you see how those thoughts can take root, and then they take residence? And they do that because we don't think about what we're thinking about. Let's begin to take inventory of our thoughts. Let's begin to think about the thoughts we allow in, and then let's do what Paul tells us to do. Let's arrest those thoughts and stop those thoughts before they become a stronghold. Maybe you struggle with something, but you don't have to let that struggle turn into a stronghold. It could be pornography. Lots of folks now are struggling because they've got access and time on their hands and falling back into old patterns. It could be another maybe mental health issue where you've allowed anxiety to, to run rampant or you feel like you haven't had anyone you could connect to or talk to. Let's just stop and take inventory of our thoughts because not all thoughts are equal. Not all thoughts are good. Not all thoughts are accurate or true. And not every thought you think comes from God. 
So let's stop and ask this question right now and discuss this there where you are. What thoughts in our world right now are hurting people? Just talk about that for a moment. Hey, I just want to tell you personally as a, as a confession, this is such a big issue in my own life that I literally have spent years allowing the Holy Spirit to transform the way I think about my thoughts, to, to identify the lie. That really is important. Identify that thought. If you stop and you pause and you think about your thoughts, then you can identify what is true and what is not. But how do we do that? that that's important. How can we take the, the words from 2 Corinthians 10 and how can we allow God to change our minds so that we can change our world? How do we do it? We have to arrest those thoughts. We have to capture those thoughts before they catch us. Paul uses this language, demolishing strongholds. How do we do this? Well, I wanna just give you an example that I hope you can understand. We submit these thoughts to scripture. We take those thoughts to the Bible. And if they don't line up with the Bible, we don't believe the thought. If it doesn't line up with scripture as God has revealed himself to us in the word of God, his very own word, then we refuse to believe that thought. So here's what we get to do. We get to capture that thought and then we get to interrogate that thought. So think about it this way. I have with me some real handcuffs. I've never been placed in handcuffs in my life. I do not intend by God's grace, to ever need to be placed in handcuffs unless it's a sermon illustration that we come up with here at the teaching team. But I wanna show you how we, we, we arrest those thoughts and then we interrogate those thoughts that don't help us become difference makers with the difference maker mindset. So the thought comes into your head. The thought may just appear out of nowhere. I, I'm, I'm gonna be financially broke when this virus is over. I haven't worked in a while. I get up every morning and I check my accounts and it just keeps going down. Hey, hey, arrest that thought. Put it in handcuffs. Seriously, like take that thought captive and then interrogate it. Where did you come from? This thought doesn't sound like something my heavenly father would place in my mind. My heavenly father loves me. My heavenly father wants me to be filled with the spirit, meaning I'm filled with peace and I'm filled with joy and I'm filled with hope. So, so here's a thought, okay? You, you're spending a lot of time with your family. You're at home together and you're probably sitting there at some point, maybe, and you're thinking, my spouse is getting on my nerves. Why do they constantly boss me around? Why don't they love me? Hey, arrest that thought. Capture it. Don't let that thought have free reign in your brain. Arrest it, then interrogate it. Where did this thought come from? This doesn't sound like something Jesus would want me to think about my spouse. This doesn't sound like something the Spirit would lead me to do. Hey, you're panicking, you're freaking out because you haven't seen people in a long time and, and maybe you're spending a little too much time watching the news or on social media and you're going into these deep dive articles about all kinds of worst case scenarios in our world and before you know it, that thought is taking over. Hey, stop that thought. Arrest that thought. Capture that thought before it catches you. 
and then interrogate it with the word of God. Look at the scripture. What does the Bible say about you? That you are blessed, that God's best is, is, is yours in Jesus Christ, that your sins have been forgiven, that no weapon formed against you will prosper. Capture those thoughts when they come. Don't let them have free reign to your brain. You can demolish strongholds. The goal is to stop the struggle before it becomes a stronghold. And we get to do that when we take God at his word and we arrest those thoughts, we put them in handcuffs, we interrogate them with the truth of God's word, and then we reject the lie. We refuse to believe it. We fill ourselves with the word of God. We fill ourselves with hope and encouragement. We reach out to a brother or a sister in Christ. We let them speak truth to us. We borrow faith from them. We gather together on a Sunday like this in a home or an apartment, and we talk about these things out loud, and we give the Spirit of God space to work in us as he is changing our minds. Because remember, because God is changing our minds, we are going to change our world. Let's pause right now and, and ask this question. I think this will be helpful to move us forward in the days to come. What is one thought that you can take captive this week? Just one. You don't have to go into three or four or five things. Let's identify one thought that you can take captive this week. Talk about that. You know, God wants to do more than just change our hearts. He also wants to change our minds. And as he changes our minds, our mindsets begin to shift. You have control over what happens between your ears. You have control over your thoughts. So this week, we have an opportunity collectively as the Big C Church and as New Spring Church to allow God to transform our minds and our thoughts by capturing them, by stopping them before they take root. I wanna pray for us right now as a body of Christ that we'll put into practice what we've learned today from the scriptures. That before we try to put the oxygen mask on somebody else, we'll first of all make sure we're okay. That we'll allow God to change us so that we can change our world. That is the difference maker mindset. And that is who God is calling us to be. And that is who he's transforming us to be right now. Lord, I wanna pray for our people right now. For those who are part of New Spring Church and our brothers and sisters and friends who are leaning in, thank you that we have this ability to open up the word of God and allow the Holy Spirit to open up our hearts. Give us the difference maker mindset as we open our minds to allow you to change us. Help us to think about what we think about. Help us to capture thoughts before they catch us. Help us to root out negative thinking and the lies from the enemy before they take up residence in our hearts and in our minds. And use this season to transform us in such a way that we can make a difference in our world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.